Welcome to the Made For More podcast, hosted by yours truly. If you don't know me, hey, I'm Isabel, certified mindset and life transformation coach that specializes in helping ambitious women with discovering your passions, romanticizing your money, and unlocking your hidden potential. Here, you've already witnessed my journey along with many special guests, such as multi-six-figure coaches and entrepreneurs and like-minded individuals who decided to dream bigger as soon as they realized that they were meant for so much more. Chances are, if you're here, you know you are too. So what do you say? Are you ready to say yes to yourself? Well, get ready because you're about to move like you've never moved before. Let's tap into the knowing that you were undeniably made for more. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the podcast this week. I'm so excited to finally reunite with you guys. Today is going to be a solo episode just for the news flash. As you know, I've been posting so many special guest episodes. So if you haven't tuned into those, please be sure to retrace back because there is so much goodness in those episodes, whether you are trying to scale to a six-figure business, whether you're curious about money mindset, whether you are just trying to better your life, trying to get to know who you are in a sense of what your dream life is or what it really means to kind of hit that next level that you're looking for. You know, this podcast has really just been my journey as a whole and stemming from when I decided to quit my corporate nine to five jobs and discover my dreams, my passions, what really lit me up and becoming a full-time content creator and a purpose mentor. So with that being said, I wanted to also just give you guys just a life update. As you can tell from the title above, this question has been something I have been truly trying to recognize something I've been trying to piece together. And I can 100% assume that everyone in society comes to this point or has just had this mind-bottling question of what really is enough, right? Living in this world where there's always more to achieve, there's always more to have, there's always more to look forward to, there's always more that we are searching for outside of us. And it can be not the worst thing, right? Because it's not a bad thing to want more, especially if you're in a place of, you know, not really feeling good at your job, not feeling fulfilled with what you're doing, not feeling respected or loved or appreciated in your relationship. And, you know, I always use relationship and career as like the the, the two pain points here, but you can use whatever pain point that you want to put inside of here when it comes to the areas of your life that you don't feel good enough for or that you don't feel like you've achieved enough or something that you're still searching for that missing piece for. Maybe it's a feeling, maybe it's an actual outcome, maybe it's a desire, maybe it's your instinctual needs, right? Your instinctual knowing of what you should be doing, but instead you feel like you have to settle for this certain area in your life, whether it's a person or a place or a job or any anything, right? I want to talk about what it really means to detach from this state of never having enough because it really does stem from living in an ego-based mentality, right? 
It stems from society telling you since a young child that you always have to look for something outside of you in order to feel grateful, in order to feel good enough, in order to feel like you're doing something, in order to feel like you have something figured out that you know the next move and that you're not just settling in one spot, right? And it became all about appearance. It became all about doing the next best thing so that you can still get somebody else's appreciation or acknowledgement or recognition for whatever it is that you you did, you know, whether it's going back to college, whether it's taking the next best job, whether it's, you know, finding the better relationship, you know, it really is all about this neediness of proving and validating and living up to perfection and constantly being in that self inner critic. And so with that being said, this is what this episode is going to be really getting down to the nitty gritty of. But before I get into that, I want to just talk about some of the things that I've been kind of going through in my own life and being really upfront and honest and transparent of what I've been going through because it's not necessarily a bad thing. I just want to preface that and say that things are really, really good for the first time in quite a bit. Not that they were bad, but I definitely feel like I have found a common ground within my own energy and what it is and who who it is that I am. Um, Not that I'm necessarily anything in general you know I think sometimes our ego likes to kind of put an emphasis on needing to define ourselves with a certain thing or certain outcome or certain result or certain lifestyle right but at the end of the day like your ego is just your consciousness that needs to feel good enough for something and I had to stop living like that I had to stop living like I had to be good enough or I had to be perfect enough or I had to live up to this false perception of who it is that I was kind of resisting, right? What it is that I was resisting. um, What do I mean by that, right? So for instance, I will just start off with this pretty big example that right into 2023, I had decided that I was going to stop investing in mentors. <laughs> I was going to go full force in my business. I came back from a dream life retreat that totally changed my life. And I met so many empowering women all around the world. And we were all in Dominican Republic. And it was such a blissful experience. I did make an episode about that. So if you're curious, go take a listen. But At this point, I came back from that retreat. It was the start of the new year. And I don't know about you, but it also didn't feel like a new year. It just felt like, okay, I'm back and I'm better than ever, but this still feels like the same year. Like, (laughs) and maybe that was because 2022 just was such a wild ride for me, like starting my coaching business, quitting my nine to five jobs, only really doing part time jobs. And, you know, showing up online, rebranding myself entirely and going through so much grief, so much grief of the person that I was, you know, and still kind of being in that in and outness of who was I really supposed to be and was I really supposed to become her. 
And I say that because I felt like I was fighting with this higher version of me for so long. I felt like I had met her and I had bonded with her and I had connected with her and she had given me so much abundance, like so much, so much gratification around what it really was to be successful, right? You know, finding the inspiration to write a book again, you know, putting myself in the shoes of this this person that wasn't meant to settle for anyone else's version of good enough, you know, because I was meant for more, right? I was meant to have so much more than just sitting behind a cubicle and dreaming about the life that I could have had. And not to be rambling, but, you know, 2022 was definitely a year that I got to step into her shoes, my higher self, the future quote unquote version of me that showed me everything that I was missing. All of those years, that missing feeling, that missing piece, that I don't know what I'm doing and, you know, falling back, falling short with myself and going in and out of what, you know, what do I do? What's next? What's right for me? What fulfills me? What intrigues me? What's my passion? You know, and constantly getting very close and then putting myself out of the game because I was just way too uncertain of if this was actually meant for me, if this was actually going to be something that really, you know, instilled in me that this was my purpose, that this was the thing that I was meant to find, but it wasn't necessarily a thing, right? It, It was just me. It was literally just me that I was waiting to pull down the curtains with and actually recognize myself for the person that I wanted to be, the career the the passions and the creativity and the joy and all of these words that I had no significance with, that I had no purpose with, that I had no recognition of, that I had no incentive to live by because I had watered myself down so much to a point that I was just beneath the water. Like, I don't, I don't want to sound cheesy, but I was. Like, I felt like I was kind of just underneath the water for so long trying to, you know, look underneath the water for certain things in my life until I just decided to finally come back up. And life was so much better from there, right? Life was so much more clearer. It was so much more divine. It was so much more detailed. And it was like, I finally was able to stop wearing the fucking goggles underwater that were so uncomfortable. Um, I don't know if you guys can catch on to this metaphor, but that's how it felt to be living a life that wasn't mine. I was meant for so much more than that, so much bigger than that. And so are you. So freaking are you. And my heart is just bursting as I'm talking about this. And her purpose isn't to just remind me of that. It's to remind you that you were also meant for so much more. And it's not about what or how or when or if. It's about now. It's about what you do with this feeling right now. So going into 2023, I'm not sure if you guys can resonate. I'm sure there's so many of you in the audience right now that can truly already relate to the fact that bouncing back to how 2023 didn't even feel like a new year. It didn't even feel like a new year to me. It felt like kind of the same, the same weirdness of like, what's going to happen here? I just came back from the most extraordinary year of my life, but it it honestly didn't give me that feeling of 
it's going to get better from here. And that feeling kind of, kind of disturbed me a little bit because I was like, wait, this, this can't just be, you know, less than what 2022 had to offer me. You know, it has to be better from here. And being in that neediness energy of like needing the proof that, 2023 was going to show up even greater for me. I found this coach named Bridget James Ling, and she's actually one of my mentors now. She had just reached over, or I want to say just about a million dollars in her business. She had just hit that revenue. Why do I say that? Because it's incredible. It's insane that I literally am in the room with a millionaire. I'm in the room with a million, a millionaire. Um, and it that, that's not to say that, you know, I, I don't, I like it. I hope I don't want it to come off. Like I'm only with her because she's a millionaire. I invested in her way before she was a millionaire. I invested in her because she had this energy that reminded me very much of myself. And she just started popping up on TikTok randomly and why, why am I even talking about her? I'm talking about her because after this notation of I'm not going to invest in any mentors, I was going to do this by myself. And maybe that was also the reason why I didn't feel like 2023 was going to be this wild, if not crazier year than the last one, because I felt like I couldn't really do it on my own. I felt like, oh my gosh, like I need another mentor to make sure that I was going to be held accountable for the success that I wanted to see. Like I instinctually wanted to buy from her in two seconds, but obviously I was like holding back and I was like, I can't invest in this person. She was such a high ticket mentor. And so I held back for a little bit. Before I go on rambling, the point of this story is eventually I ended up investing in her. (laughs) I eventually ended up investing in her because there was that pull. Again, there was that pull of you need to be in this room with somebody that is going to take you there. Somebody that reminds you of yourself. Somebody who even triggers the fuck out of you. You need to invest in this person. And so I did. I invested fifteen thousand dollars into this human being and I say human being because at first I I thought that this girl was just put on such a high pedestal the first few weeks I was with her my 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 energy was so nervous around her I was like oh my god like she was still making like multiple six figures and I was like I was literally shaking as on our first zoom call it was a mastermind and it was full of wildly successful women. And of course, at first I was extremely excited and I was extremely passionate. And I was like, yes, like this is what's going to take me to six figures. And, you know, I'm going to skyrocket in my business and I'm just going to, you know, quit my jobs and I'm not going to have to do anything. You know, it's it's just going to be like the best year ever, right? Like I was in this energy of it has to work out. It has to be this way. It has to look this way. And I'm going to do and say and and act however she tells me to be. Like I, I was just so, so driven, right, for success and being in this like masculine energy of it has to, it has to work out this way. Otherwise, like I'm a complete failure. Now, bear with me here. 
because it wasn't very long until I was posting, I was showing up, I was doing master classes, I was doing everything. And of course, like the first month I was on this like go-go high adrenaline energy to make the six figures to make the 10K month. And I'm going to be blunt right here and say that, you know, when I first tried to launch my first program in January, the the next enrollment of Made for More, it, it didn't happen. And I started critiquing myself and my inner critic was like super loud and I was just... I was in this neediness energy of like needing the results, needing it to look a certain way, needing to prove to these women, to my mentor that I could be successful, you know, and and also needing to prove to myself that I was worthy of the success and that I was worthy of being this bold and confident version of me, right? And and like that's all I envision when I quit my nine to five job, somebody who was just like me when I self-published a book at 18 years old and I ditched the college timeline, right? Somebody that didn't fall short or fall victim to what success was supposed to look like. And this is where I go into living in an ego-based mindset, right? Because even though I'm a coach, even though we're all coaches, even though we've all pretty much familiarized ourselves with ego, what does it mean when you can catch yourself living in an ego-based mindset, right? First and foremost, who and what are you trying to prove? Being in this proving energy of needing things to look a certain way, of needing to get the success, of needing to achieve the results, of needing to be and have and and and, and achieve and aspire and, you know, needing things to look a certain way before you can actually feel what it is that you're looking for, what it is that you're trying to cultivate, whatever it is that you're trying to receive. And this plays a lot into manifestation, right? It's like our 3D reality. We need the results. We need our manifestations first before we can believe that we're doing it right or that we're manifesting right or that, you know, we're good enough for the thing that we're trying to receive or the thing that we're trying to ask God for when you're lacking the faith, right? You're lacking the worthiness and the centeredness, the groundedness, the gratitude around what it would be like if you already had that thing? And is it going to make or break your life right now? One of the worst things that I would do is like, oh, I have to meditate so that I could feel good. Or I have to journal out my feelings so that I could feel my feelings, right? Like I, I have to, you know, go to the gym so that I could make sure that I get another to do off my list today. And all of these things that I would be doing weren't really out of the state of feeling good about doing them in the first place. They were a have to. They were like a chore. They were like, okay, if I do all of these things, then that means I should feel good and I should feel fulfilled and I should feel like I could show up in this higher version of me. And it was no wonder why most of the time I would be in this like very low energy with myself and I would be like, why do I not feel like what I'm doing is good enough? Or why do I feel like I'm not doing enough? Why do I feel like every time I do show up, I'm just not, I'm not feeling like they're, I'm achieving anything. I'm not feeling like I'm, I'm, I'm receiving very much of what, what it is that I'm trying to, 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 to get, right? 
the whole point here is I lacked trust in myself. I lacked fulfillment in myself. I lacked certainty. I lacked gratitude around these things because I was so focused on needing certain results or needing to prove myself as worthy and enough with what I already had, right? Um, so being in this like proving energy, especially to even like social media, which is like a huge, huge ball game on its own, right? Especially if you're an online coach, an online service provider, an online business owner, you get it, right? Like showing up online can be really hard some days. Like there's days where you really don't want to show up because you need more time to yourself. You need more time to reconcile a lot of the inner work that needs to be done. And you don't want to show up on those days when you want to have all of the answers or you want your ideal clients to see you as oh my gosh, like she's on this like high energy all the time. Like I need that in my life, right? You don't want to give them low energy. You want to give them the best parts of you. And it's on those days where you do show up on your best days and you give them the best parts of you that drain you because sometimes it's even on those best days where you need more, you need more time to yourself more than ever. You need time to really sink in to give those pieces to yourself and not just to everyone else. And that was the problem too, is I was constantly giving other people my highest form of energy, not seeing any tangible results, not seeing anyone really recognize that. And so I would go into this like hibernation mode of like, why am I not good enough? What, I, what I'm really trying to say is that the moments where I would be on my best days and my highest form of energy, I would just pour so much into my business that I wouldn't give myself the space to really embody that for myself. And so I would always fixate on outcomes and fixate on clients and fixate on business, fixate on needing needing my 3D reality to reflect my inner world, which internally <laughs> internally was just waiting to stop proving herself as 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 enough but before I, I know I'm kind of like going off on a tangent here but this is just me being really transparent with you guys about this whole energy of being enough and you can take my story and resonate it to yours in whichever way that relates to you so the second one really goes into what are you trying to protect yourself from and this is this really ties the not a little bit more when it comes to that proving and that needy, desperate energy for things to look and work out a certain way is if it doesn't, what are you trying to protect yourself from, right? What are you trying to keep yourself safe from feeling, right? A lot of it is usually negativity, right? When we don't have the outcomes that we expect or that we're trying to manifest or that we're trying to work towards and that we're, we're in the energy of trying to receive and embody and feel into and it doesn't happen, a lot of the times it's because we don't feel safe completely with that outcome. Even though we really want it, right? We, we really desire it whatever it is that you're trying to bring into your life, whatever it is that you're praying for, whatever it is that you're calling in or, you know, writing down journaling and like affirming to yourself. It, if all of this 
vision of yours, this goal, this, you know, whatever it is, isn't happening, it's because you probably don't feel safe having it, right? Like what is the worst outcome that your ego is, is pretty much putting on you subconsciously for you to kind of resist the outcome? Meaning, for instance, you know, a big thing for me was when I found success in my business last year, I went into this downward spiral because everyone else didn't really recognize me for the amount of joy and excitement that I had when I hit my first 5K month. I went into this complete isolation mode. I felt completely disconnected from everyone because nobody could recognize me. Nobody noticed me. Nobody cared. Nobody like truly put their hand on my back and said, I'm so fucking proud of you. Nobody did that. Nobody did that. And, and I'm sorry, but like, I don't know why I'm apologizing, but I had to do that. Nobody else could really validate her for that. Nobody else could see her in that light. It was too much for them is what it seemed like. And I kind of went into this like hibernation mode of like, oh gosh, what do I do with myself? You know, what do I do with this feeling and constantly questioning my life again? What's the point here? The point here is I didn't feel safe in my success. I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel good enough with the life that I had created for myself. I didn't feel like I could have it. I didn't feel like, you know, after everything that I had did that I was worthy of it because everyone else was looking at me like I was I was going to fail. Everyone else was looking at it like it was a phase. Everyone else was looking at it like, what am I doing? Everyone else was looking at it like, like, this is just something temporary and, you know, I'm going to have to go back to what's normal. And the, the, the simple fact here is I'm just not normal. Like I, I'm not normal and I don't care to be normal. I don't care to look at everyone else and ask what their version of success is. I don't care to look at what anyone else is doing anymore because other people are not me and I, I'm not other people. Right. And I don't care to be, and, and they shouldn't care to, to follow in my footsteps, but there's two different types of people in this world. There's the type of person that just goes and follows the leader. And then there's the, also the person that decides to be the leader of their own fucking life. And I decided to be that person. I decided that I was worthy of stepping into the shoes of somebody who could become a leader because I've also been a follower. And that's what I mean, right? Like you're, you're not a specific type of person your entire life. You get to choose. You get to choose the shoes of the person that you decide to live by and that person should always be yourself, not society, not your parents, not your boyfriend, not your girlfriend, not your spouse, not your partner, not your friends, not whoever decided to tell you that this is what is going to get you to success or this is what's going to make you, you know, good enough in this world because you can only define what that standard and what that vision looks like, right? And it's your job to go the fuck after it. Complacency and competency are completely two different energies. Complacency is only letting money serve you in ways that you could care less about. You could care less about this job. You could care less about how your boss treats you. You could care less about, you know, working your way up the ladder in this job. Competency is very different. Competency is success, right? The energy of success, of achievement, of desire, of profit of knowing of believability competency is skill over time it's doing it over and over and over again just like mel robbins says um, when she talks about confidence right 
And the way that you decide to earn money through something that may not give you quote unquote stability right at first, like a business perhaps, right? A lot of people don't want to do business because they simply think it's unstable, right? But that's just the belief that everyone tells you that business is unstable and you know you have to work 80 hours a week and you can't just clock in and out. And to some extent that is true, but you also have the free time on your hands to believe that when you do show up and that when you do make money and that when you do sign a client and that when you do sell a product, that it's guaranteed to be an overflow, that your energy is already is already inherently worthy of so much success and so much abundance, right? A lot of people think that, you know, because of their ego, that it has to look a certain way or that they have to wait a long time before they can receive money or that they have to struggle. And I've learned from so many successful people out there that that's just not true. Like, obviously, hard work is guaranteed. Hard work is needed. The masculine energy of building a business is very much needed, especially in the early stages. But you do not like you quit the job for a reason so that you can pursue a more freedom fulfilled life, right? You quit the nine to five jobs so that you can work for yourself and that you can believe that you are that you are capable of making money outside of a nine to five career working for someone else that gives you orders when instead you can hold yourself accountable to make the profit, to show the fuck up, to do the job, even though it sucks some days. And, and it's not because you're not making clients. It's not because you're not doing it right. It's not because you don't know what you're doing. And it's not because other people don't care. It's because you don't care enough. Woo! I just triggered some people. It's because you don't care enough to make the money in the business. You don't care enough to see that version of you, to become that version of you who's making the fucking money, who's doing the work, who's putting in the work, and who's receiving the results right? Being in that energy of enoughness when you do show up, when you do run the numbers, when you do make the clients, when you do make the sales, it's like at the end of the day, who are you showing up as the person who has no clients or the person that's guaranteed clients? Are you showing up as the person who hasn't made money yet? Or are you showing up the person who's already made a lot of money? Being in that delusional aspect, right? I've met so many successful people that tell that are literally preaching this, especially my million dollar mentor. <laughs> um, and specifically, she told me today, when you get home from work, because I was telling her, like, I, I just like I work a full time job now. And the worst thing is feeling like I have to give two versions of me to my business and then one to my job because who I am at this full-time job is completely different than who I am in my business. And I just couldn't find the balance. And she was like, Isabel, stay at your job for the income, appreciate the income that you're making. But when you get home, transition into this higher version of you. And this is what she did. She was like, Literally, if it means like switching up your clothes, taking a shower, doing your makeup, changing your outfit and like going full force into who it is that serves your business, 
not who's burnt out, not who woke up in a rush to go to work, not who spent eight hours of their day on the job complaining about when they were going to leave and, you know, wondering if they would even have the energy to come home and do what they sh- what they what they actually desire to be doing. Right. Because my my brain was like, oh, my God, I've worked nine to five today. How am I supposed to go home and actually serve my business? Right. How am I supposed to do that when I'm fucking tired? Right. And it's because it's because I decided to say no. No, I'm going to go home. I'm going to take a shower at, at like seven o'clock at night. I don't. I, I only take showers usually when I leave the gym or I do it in the mornings. Like I don't take showers at night. I used to for a while, but that's a side point. The point is that I came home and I spent about 20 minutes in the shower washing off this version of me that didn't feel like she wanted to show up today. And I, I showed a lot of sympathy for her in that moment you know, as I was in the shower and I even started like dancing in the shower, not to sound weird, but I was just shaking off the energy of this person that was just so burnt out, that didn't want to work, that didn't want to show up, that didn't want to seem like a failure, right? If she didn't, that didn't want to seem lazy. And so I, I brushed her off and it was like this really surreal moment. I got out of the shower and I just looked at myself in the mirror and I was just like, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Because you did a lot today. And that version of me is exactly who I was working in nine to five jobs most of my life. And the hustle to come home and still make a podcast like I'm doing right now, to still show up, to still look online, to still be like, I actually for once have something so much greater to look forward to besides just being in this complacent energy of I'm too I'm too tired or I don't have the energy or I'm not I'm not anywhere near where I want to be right switching that energy of I have something I'm actually truly living for and this is it this is it so with that being said I had tapped into what it's like to be in a more intuitive based energy where being in this intuitive creative flow of not needing to prove, not needing to perfect, not needing to protect myself from fear, guilt, shame, or any type of negativity if it doesn't work out, but being in the true embodiment of what can I create? How can I serve? How can I be the best me each day? And what does that version of me look like? What do I need to do every single day to make sure that this version of me is always stable, is always held, is always protected, not out of negativity, but is protected out of, I guess, feeling like she's not doing enough, right? Like protecting myself by not sharing my energy so much with people and not really giving the space to be with myself. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. But, you know, nurturing her, recognizing her and and, and pouring more into her. Um, and what does that mean? What does that take for me to show up every single day? Even if I'm not in this like high abundant energy what do I need to give myself to make sure that I always have a very good productive day? And to me, that was working out. To me, that was 
making time for myself, even if it means doing nothing for an hour, not even reading a book, not looking at my phone, especially not looking at my phone, not needing to, you know, binge eat, overeat. Um, Not that I binge eat, but there are times where like I'm posting or I'm doing something and like I do notice consciously that my body wants to eat something because I'm bored. (laughs) And I'm sure that like everyone does that right like I'll be sitting on my laptop all day and I'm just like gonna I I just end up going up and eating a piece of chocolate or eating chips and I'm like why am I doing that as I'm like eating the chips I'm like why am I eating chips I'm not even hungry I should be drinking water (laughs) and like I'm sure all of us have had that moment with ourselves. and so like being more mindful is what I'm I'm really trying to illustrate here is truly tuning inward and not needing to live on autopilot is a huge thing. You know, it's so easy to go back into autopilot and forget what we're meant to do on this earth, forget what our true innate purpose is, and truly just find that and tap into that and recognize that and even find curiosity for that. So with that being said, this is where I was able to come up with this instinctual pull to really launch this new program of mine called Pivot with Purpose. Because if there's anything I know for sure is how deeply, deeply grateful and deeply knowing I am of how much I know what it's like to constantly pivot, constantly go through these highs and lows with yourself, constantly feel like you don't know what's going on, constantly questioning, constantly self-critiquing, but also knowing that I have a bigger purpose, knowing that that purpose is meant to serve so many of you listening, that is meant to remind you of yours. You know, purpose is something we're all looking for. We don't really recognize it. We get so lost in translation with it. We forget why we're living. We forget what we're doing. You know, we come to that point where somewhere down the line when we're living in autopilot, we wake up, we decide to take off, creep off the blindfold a little bit, and we start to see the life that we could have, the life that other people are living aside from us. You know, whether it's traveling the world, whether it's writing the book, whether it's starting the business, whether it's becoming so much more farther than where we are right now. And we don't give ourselves the credit. We don't really give ourselves the understanding and the acknowledgement that that those moments are because you you and those moments exactly are the ones that you need to look out for the ones you need to not take with a grain of salt but actually take it with consideration because the universe is always sending you messages god is always trying to remind you of your why god is always reminding you of what plans he has in store for you And when you try and resist that, that only means that you're just deciding you're not ready for it. You're just deciding that you can't have it. Purpose is so misconceived in this world, right? But at the end of the day, you know, you can define it all you want. A lot of people don't even know how to define it because it's such a huge word, right? It's a huge mystical word that everybody's at the end of the day always trying to search for. 
you know, the purpose that's bigger than their job, the purpose that's bigger than the relationship, the purpose that is locked and anchored beyond your conscious beliefs, right? Beyond your conscious reality. And so this is what this new program is going to be all about. It's a 12-week one-to-one coaching container with like-minded community. It is going to be surrounded with so many people that are in the same boat as you, that are here to motivate you, here to support you, and not just them, but of course me. Um, We're going to be having weekly group coaching calls, and there is early bird pricing that ends this Sunday, April 9th. Um, And so... It's going to be going on for another few more weeks up until the end of April. Prices are going to be going up, so please be sure to reach out to me or you can look at the application in the description below to get an insight of what it means to be a good fit for this program. But I'm pretty sure if you've been tuning into this podcast or you've been looking for some type of entrance into my world, that this may be just the sign that you've been looking for. I can't wait to connect with all of you. Please be sure to reach out to me on the DMs at Burgundy Bell. If you have any questions, please let me know your biggest key takeaways. I would love for you guys to let me know what resonated most with you in this episode. Um, Please be sure to like, share, and review the podcast. It would mean so much to me. But without further ado, I hope you guys have a good rest of your week, and I will see you in the next episode.